Ladies, gentlemen, welcome to Coffee Talk at the Bingo Hall. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Talk, the Bingo Hall with Mr. Intense and Dreaded Goddess. So, everybody, get your coffee cups together because this is the inaugural episode of Coffee Talk at the Bingo Hall podcast. Um, we are recording on 222 of 22, which could stem some good luck, maybe? Maybe. Um, hopefully, we have a long. Uh, period of being able to talk with you guys, um, experience some fun with you guys, and also hopefully educate everyone along the way. Um, we had come into this initially um, with no expectations of, you know, formulating a podcast. Um, and by this, I mean the lifestyle of of swinging. Um, we had no intentions of a podcast when we started. No. Uh, and it was not until after our first club experience that we decided, hey, why don't we go ahead and talk to the world about not only our experiences, but things that we've come across that are fun, exciting, or just uh, nuances that we were like, well, those aren't true at all. Uh, and I think that on, on the way back from our first club experience, which wasn't too long ago, is whenever we decided that we would do a podcast there was no real expectations of what we were going to do on that podcast, and it kind of started as a joke where you'd kind of looked at me. <laughs> Let's do a podcast. And, you know, more so than that, it was when you were on, you had just found TikTok mm-hmm. um, live, and you were spending an inordinate amount of time on TikTok. Yeah, hours, all day, <laughs> every day. Um, there was a time period there where you were doing TikTok lives Almost every day. Yeah, every night. Yeah, And I said, well, if we're going to do those and we're going to continue to get the same kind of questions, why don't we just jump on and answer those questions in one fell swoop? Mm-hmm. So we decided to do that. But then along the way, we talked and we said, you know, there's a hundred podcasts out there that talk about um, the lifestyle if you're a swinger and they kind of have their own groove. Uh, there's Swing Nation. Um there's several other ones that kind of talk in similar vein. So <laughs> we decided that maybe we would develop something more. And we would look into maybe talking about taboos and other kinks, uh, things that maybe didn't get a lot of mainstream attention. Because, you know, overall, swinging is still something that is maybe a little bit more under the rug. Definitely. Yeah, we, we definitely swingers next door you just don't know it (laughs) there are probably swingers next door you just don't know it but with you know the development of more apps and the development of more social media you know you are finding we were able to find some within our local area like an hour away two hours away um several um in the metro east um so you do see them yeah and but what we wanted to do was develop uh you know, a podcast that we weren't only talking about swinging. We are, you know, into the swinging lifestyle, but that is not all that is out there that maybe is a little under the rug. There are things such as BDSM that's under the rug. Now you can kind of incorporate those two together. I mean, in our club experiences, we've definitely seen that. 
I can't incorporate any of it, honestly. So we kind of want to touch base on not just lifestyle um, of swinging, but kind of just touch base on everything sexual. Yeah. And sex. Sex. So we wanted to do that and, and in, in a way that everyone can enjoy it together. So some of our uh, podcast episodes may not just touch on what it is to be a swinger and all the sexiness that goes with that, but everything else in between, over the top, under, and uh, those individuals who maybe are still in the closet on that idea um, and maybe are too nervous to talk to anybody else, we bring them in and, and actually talk about their stories. So how did we come up with the name Coffee Talk at the Bingo Hall? Because I know that anyone who's listening to this has got to be thinking, first off, who are these individuals? And why Coffee Talk at the Bingo Hall? Well, Coffee Talk obviously came from like TikTok and how you have to have a code word for sex. So on TikTok, it's Coffee Talk. When you're talking about sex, it's coffee. Um, and then at the bingo hall came from after the club. I don't even know why. Oh, well, I guess I know why. We were talking about a podcast on TikTok, weren't we? Uh, yeah, I believe we were having a discussion about someone else um, informing um, kind of like the lifestyle population about what it was to be a swinger. Yeah, um, and then you thought that he thinks that the club that we went to had like a bingo hall vibe because of like the laser lights and the glow floor. So it the the club experience is great. So don't get me wrong. I, I don't want to like say that the club experience was not. Now my first club experience we'll talk about later on maybe wasn't my favorite thing that we've ever done, but. It reminded me of, of a community hall, and and we go, we have a community hall here in our town that hosts Glow Bingo, and it really reminded me of Glow Bingo, a lot of Glow Bingo, um, and with the mixture of crowd, like, there was a Glow Bingo vibe, it was fine, um, and in the front, now in the back, there's no Glow Bingo back there. Definitely not. Um, there's dabbers out, but they're not the kind of dabbers um, that are going to get you um, those four corners and bingo. So... It kind of resembled that. You kept on saying coffee talk, and I am not hip on the lingo of TikTok. So at the beginning, I didn't even know what coffee talk meant. Um, and I was just like, coffee talk at the bingo hall. And so it became kind of an inside joke mm-hmm. um, about the club and about mixing that with TikTok. Um, so we, we decided to do that. We got our own website, which is Coffee Talk dash bingo hall dot com. Uh, we have commissioned a logo. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exciting. Can't wait to so, show that to everybody. Yes. So, whenever this drops, by the time it drops, we will have put the logo up onto the website. Yep. And we will have the entire website should be pretty much rearing and ready to go. And there'll probably be some some tweaks but it'll be ripper and ready to go but it'll still be under construction a little bit we got our own hashtag idea which is hashtag pineapple coffee Mm -hmm. and they can find us on tiktok as well yes and your tiktok handle is dreaded uh dreaded.swinger.goddess okay dreaded.swinger.goddess and all of that stuff will be in the show notes 
um, if you're interested in uh, finding us on social media or just having a conversation with us, following uh, Dreda Goddess's TikTok Live and talking to her on there, then you can find us on those. So beyond the podcast, I think we should use the initial episode to talk about how we got into swinging. Okay. So we are going to develop a lot more as we uh, progress in this, but I think we're going to go with the cliche, how did we decide that we wanted to do this in the beginning? Um, to get that out of the way, anyone who's listening will then know how we decided that we were going to jump into this foray. So, of course, everything that we have done was your fault. <laughs> so That's not true. <laughs> why don't we first talk about what our experiences prior to being in the swinging lifestyle were like. So prior to even meeting me, what was your definition of wild or out there um, sexual experience? My only, I don't even, I didn't have any wild sexual experiences. Like I was very vanilla. Like wild for me was just like having rough sex or something. But like my most wild in air quotes, story was having sex on the side of the interstate in the daylight. Having sex on the interstate in the daylight. It's not exciting. It's, it's, it could be exciting. <laughs> I could see people. That's that's a, almost a voyeurism. Yeah. So there are people who just like to watch. Mm-hmm. So we could put that in that category. I guess so, so. So rough sex. What was rough sex to you? Just like getting my ass smacked or... Getting choked, I guess. Okay. So the most extreme was getting choked, getting your ass smacked, and having sex on the freeway. Mm-hmm. In the daytime. In the daytime. <laughs> Butt naked. Yeah. All right. So in in the front seat? Mm-hmm. You just pulled over. Put your hazard lights on? No. <laughs> That's dangerous. Um, so not, not a lot. No. Definitely wasn't swinging. No. Definitely wasn't sharing. No. No, none of that. Did you ever even know about swinging whenever you were growing up? Was that something that you had ever even thought about? I mean, definitely not anything I've ever thought about. I probably in my adult life obviously knew what it was, but never, ever thought that it would be something I would be doing. So my story is, is pretty similar. I, I I don't even know that I ever really – I'm sure I know – for a long time have known what swinging is. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot recall when I... Yeah, me either. Like when you um, just up and knew. I probably learned about it from porn. I mean, I didn't know. I don't... Where would you have learned it from? I don't know. History 101. Um, I, I don't know where we would have... Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, I can't so, recall a, a point in time where I learned what swinging was. <laughs> And in our small town, there's not anyone who is going around and just flashing that they are yeah, no. part of the upside down pineapple. I game. feel like that's probably like how it came about, though. Like somebody probably told me that they knew that somebody was a swinger. And then I was like, oh, what's that? So my story, like I said, is similar. Um, I didn't have a lot of experiences that were outside the bounds of what normal society would say is acceptable um i was pretty vanilla as well 
I did have, whenever I was younger, about 17, 18 years old, I was in the room um, with one of my friends, and, and him and his girlfriend were having sex, and I was having sex with a girl that I was with at the time. I was on the floor, they were on the bed, which was my bed, so I'm not sure how I got down there. Um, but that was it. That was the closest I'd ever got. Like, I, in, in growing up, I was like, that's the, probably the closest I'll ever get to an orgy, right? Um <laughs> uh, if you stay tuned, that's not the closest we've got. Um, and there is plans for further exploration yes. um, as, as we you know, move into this. So that was it. That was my experience. I never thought that I was going to be a swinger. Um, I wasn't ever like an overly jealous kind of person, but I definitely didn't have any expectations of sharing. It wasn't that I'd ever been turned on or, or thought about that yeah i mean i never <laughs> thought i would be shared so <laughs> so we're gonna fast forward we got married four years ago we've been married for four years ish um and we lived a pretty normal sex life for most of it yeah we had normal marriage sex where vanilla vanilla position. Just the one position in my pajama <laughs> pants with my penis through the flap. Um, only missionary style and only at nighttime so that way no one could look through the windows and see us. <laughs> no. That's not true. Okay. So maybe not that vanilla, but we were not, definitely not extreme. No. And um, a lot of the times our sex did consist of us being in the bedroom. Oh, for sure. Definitely maybe not always the same position, but... I, I think it was a long time. I don't even know that we've still had sex in every room in our house. Definitely no. not. Definitely not. Not even not even 25% of them, I don't no. think. No. Um, maybe the bathroom, the front room, and our bedroom. And the office. Well, the office because it was our bedroom. And the kitchen. Okay. So more than what I could remember. <laughs> but still not a lot. No. Um, and so we didn't come into the marriage thinking that would ever happen. We never had any experience with it, either one of us. And then one day, I don't even know what had crossed my mind into that. I just was sitting there having sex, and I thought it would be kind of hot to see her take another penis. And I don't think that the first time I thought about it that I said anything, um, it was just a... A quick thought, didn't think about it any further, and I moved on. It was something that I utilized in my own head, um, and that was it. So I think a little bit thereafter, I mentioned it to you. Mm -hmm. um, do you remember in what context I brought that up? So a lot of questions. During that, sex. Yeah, a lot of questions that we get from gentlemen who come on to our TikTok lives. How do we talk about it? How do we talk about it? Where does it come from? How do you approach this? So, pillow talk. So pillow talk. I I say that we, we probably started it during sex. Um, I know that we did. And, yeah, but then I brought it into a more joking matter outside of sex. I mean, um, you talked about it during sex for quite a while before we ever talked about it outside of yes, sex. Yes, did, we did talk about it in sex. And, and were you up for it the first time I talked about it? No, I wasn't up for, for quite a while. <laughs> What was your response to that? Absolutely not. And why not? It just wasn't something I was interested in. 
So we talked about it for a while. What finally got you to the tipping point? Your persistence. So if I wasn't persistent, you wouldn't have. We would have never done any of it. And why not? (laughs) Because I wasn't interested in it. Okay. Okay, so whenever you finally were interested in it, what clicked for you? I don't know. You just talked about it so much. I'm like, maybe that would be hot. So we didn't actually come to the conclusion that we were going to do it, though, during sex. We actually came to that conclusion whenever we were at... And it wasn't even swinging that first... Like, that wasn't even the first thing that came about. Like, swinging came later. Right. So we talked initially outside of just we are turned on by this together. And we talked about it at a, uh, a convention that we were at together. Yes. We started, there was this unknowing gentleman. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> uh, poor guy. He was an attendant of some type at the convention. Yeah, like he was a hotel worker or something. Yeah, so the, the convention was in a hotel. He was some unexpected hotel worker, had no idea that we were texting about him as he stood probably five feet in front of us. Yeah, the entire day. Um, and so... I had mentioned just for you to go talk to him. Yeah. And you didn't. No, I couldn't. I didn't have the balls. And I then talked to you about what you would do with him in another area of the hotel. Mm -hmm. And that you would take pictures or record and then send those to me while you were doing as such. (laughs) Yeah. So that term, as we learned later, was called hot wifing. Hadn't even heard of it before. Didn't realize. I mean, somewhere in my head, I probably knew it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, every, pretty much everything sexually is, is a thing somewhere. Um, there are literal people who take uh, animal tails and stick them into their... Yes. Okay. So, we are talking. You are... I kind of want one of those. An, uh, an anal bead... <laughs> Foxtail, yes. <laughs> well, maybe that's a future episode. Um, so you're getting hot and bothered now, a little bit in 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 the convention center. I mean, I maybe a little bit. We talked about it for like six hours, and you weren't even a little bit hot and bothered. I said a little bit. So we we talked about it for a while. You ended up not doing it, of course. No. Um, but as we left, you did go back in. I went back to try and talk to him. And I, like I said, didn't have the balls. I couldn't do it. Chickened out. I did. Big but time. as we were driving home, you then went ahead and downloaded Tinder. Yes. And that was with expectations to talk with people. Yes. <laughs> and so at that point, do you remember what your expectations were? That we found somebody for me to go sleep with and record for you. Okay. So that was the intention. I think that in like, what, 24 hours, you had like 76 suitors. Yeah. It was (laughs) was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. So I told her that whenever you take that into consideration against a, a, a guy being on Tinder, we get 76 if we live 76 lifetimes. Um, we get about one match per lifetime. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> um, and and she got 76 in, in one day. Now, you ended up talking to like 20 of them. Now, we definitely didn't 
have 20 experiences. Yeah, no. You did But talk. I did talk to quite a few of them, yes. So our first experience did come from Tinder, but it didn't come from any of the 20 that you had initially talked to. No. Um, it actually uh, came from an experience that was a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, and that ex- our first experience was actually not a great experience. No, it was terrible. It was a very bad experience. It was a cautionary tale to what you should not do yeah. when you're jumping into this. Exactly. So we started talking with these individuals on Tinder. It was sexual talk. You were sending some... Uh, risque. Risque pictures. Um, and we were kind of utilizing that during sex for each other. Yeah. Um, and at this point... Did you start to like it more? Um, I mean, I guess I like the attention. I, I think that I still was iffy about the actually doing it. Okay. So we hadn't done it, and then you had a trip planned with a friend yes. to Chicago, yes. which is about five and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. You took an Amtrak, so you didn't have no car, nothing. Yep. Okay, so I'm home. Um, with our kids, and you had went up there to a resort kind of massage place. I don't what a spa. Yeah, spa. <laughs> Spas are what those are called. Yeah. Um, so you went up there to the spa. That was it. There was no intention of doing anything at that point. Mm-mm. We had no intentions, and then that okay, day. Okay, that's talk- not necessarily true. I had no intentions. You were telling me that I should. That was the day. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so I meant when you left, there was no intentions. I left the same day that I went, yes. It was all the same day. Right, but I'm talking about when you got on the train at 4 o'clock in the morning, whenever I was sleeping. There was no intentions of you doing it. Okay, you're being technical now, but sure. (laughs) I was being very technical. So whenever we started talking, texting, we did start talking about it. Mm -hmm. And I said... You know, go ahead and do it. Go ahead and go out there and, and find someone. Mm-hmm. So you're still on Tinder. And in Chicago, you would think that you would have 76 more matches, right? Mm-hmm. But you didn't. Nope. So throughout the entire day, the intention was that we weren't going to because, well, one, you didn't find anyone. And, and two, you were kind of hesitant mm-hmm. about doing it. And you didn't know if... You were going to. So we got to the point that it was like 10 o'clock at night Mm -hmm. and you went to the bar. Yep. And did you find anybody at the bar? Um, No, not at the bar. How did you end up finding someone? On Tinder. And that was just a random happenstance. Like they got you like right at the end. Mm -hmm. So I'm in bed almost asleep by this point and you had no intention of doing it. I think at one point you told me 110% we're not doing it. That ended up being a lie. Um, okay, I mean, <laughs> not that's a, a little extreme. Okay. Not that a, makes it sound not, a little shitty. Not a lie. Like a, It wasn't a lie. You might want to retrace your <laughs> steps real quick. All right. So it was a falsehood. It was, okay, you It was that, the truth but, when I said it. Okay. And then something else happened, and I ended up talking to somebody. Okay. 
So we had that experience that you uh, started talking to somebody. I think it was about what one o'clock yeah. in the morning. Um, and your friend at this point was pretty inebriated. Pissed drunk. And very upset because of a past situation that had happened. Yeah. So she's tapped out. Mm-hmm. And so you guys go back to the hotel and you let me know that this gentleman caller is potentially going to come by. Um, yeah. And then you decided to go to his apartment instead. Um, I mean, I think that was the plan the whole time. I think that there was just a little bit of miscommunication. Yeah. So, so I, afterwards, I had thought that she was staying in the hotel, and, and you had thought that you kind of communicated that you were going to his house, and yeah. so somehow we got off him. So then you tell me he's coming by, and then the next thing I know is I'm like, are you with him? And then you tell me that you're at his house. Mm-hmm. I had no idea that you had even left the hotel. Yeah. Um, so five and a half hours away. I was a little bit nervous um, because not of the experience that was going to happen, but because you were five and a half hours away with a gentleman I had no idea and walking in a city. And I didn't even know that you didn't walk alone. I thought you walked alone to his house at that point. Um so then there was like some discrepancies where we had some more miscommunication, which is why every time that we talk and every time anyone talks about swinging, we say, communicate, communicate, communicate. Communication is key. And then whenever you're done communicating, communicate, communicate again um, until you're so sick of communicating that you literally, um, your head explodes. So, um, so we miscommunicated again a couple of times where... You had went radio silent. Yeah. Um, and I got nervous. And I was like, where are you at? And there were uh, crickets playing violins. And so you then messaged me and let me know that you were having a conversation with me. Yeah. Um, and then I think that you sent me a picture of like a jersey on his wall or something. Yeah, like the room. Yeah. So... Then I'm, I ask, you know, keep in touch with me. Don't let me hang. And there was a, like, 30-minute pause. Where we were doing it. You were doing it. Do you want to talk about that instance of you doing it? What do you want me to talk about? Like, how was it? It was fine. Just fine? I don't remember all of it. <laughs> Clearly, I was entirely too intoxicated. I watched. I remember him being a very nice man. I was really lucky, actually, that somebody didn't take me and fucking murder me. But he was very sweet. So, very sweet man. And I watched the video afterwards. Mm -hmm. There was a video afterwards. Um, And it looked like you enjoyed it an awful lot. Yeah. So, it looked like in the video that it was more than fine. She makes some of the most amazing noises whenever she's having sex. Um, So I told her that even more sometimes than the actual video, uh, it's the audio that really does it for me. It's just hearing her moan while that's happening. And then I'm telling you that you did some aerobics that I've never seen you do. We've been married for four years. I've never seen you jump that high. Um... (laughs) 
There was points where you were sitting up and you were bouncing on the edge of the bed and you were probably 15 feet in the air before you came back it's not down. fucking 15 feet in the air. You're so stupid. 14 and a half, but I rounded up. <laughs> so having a really good time. Um, and so good that even after all of that, you thought about going back and seeing him again. Yeah. So even though you didn't remember subconsciously, you must have known that, okay. Well, I mean, I saw the video. Wasn't so bad. Um, <laughs> So, sexy as hell. Um, and that video, I mean, definitely did turn me on a lot. But because of the radio silence for 30 minutes, I was not happy. Yeah. Um, it was just uncomfortable for me. I didn't know where you were. I didn't have any idea what was going on. There was nothing I could do. And I couldn't even call your friend because she was knocked out. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I have her number. Honestly, I don't think I do. So the only way that I could have contacted her is through Facebook Messenger, but I already knew she was zombie. So 30 minutes later, you message me back. And you say that, um, you know, the video is too big to send and that everything is fine. Yeah. And then I think I messaged you again and said, well, when are you going back? And I got radio silence again because you, what had happened? I went back to the hotel and my phone died and I passed out. Yes. So now it's like seven o'clock in the morning and I'm like deadbeat tired because I go to bed at like 11, 12. I'm old. So I, I'm usually in bed by that time. So at seven o'clock, I'm tired. I go to bed um, and I'm not super happy. No, you sent me a very mean message. I don't remember what the mean message was, but I think that your definition of mean and my definition of mean are a lot different. I mean, I it was definitely mean, but that's besides the point. But I, I don't think I, like to clarify, didn't call you any names or anything. It was mean to the point I thought I was getting divorced when I got back from Chicago. But mean in the sense that like upset and, and not really like throwing you under a bus. Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I didn't throw you under a bus. I'm, I probably felt like doing that. But I didn't literally do it. Um, so we did have a kind of a moment where we had to sit down and, and really talk mm-hmm. to come back to good terms. Yeah. There were still some hiccups that were probably not great, um, even after we started talking again. And because you have this thing where you have to have closure right away. Yeah. And I have this thing where I don't want to talk about it right away because i want to process it my brain is more analytical you are like impulsive and you're going to see that throughout the podcast that she's impulsive i wait and i evaluate and then that's when our miscommunications happen is that she's ready to do it now i'm ready to wait and think about it and then by the time i've thought about it and i'm ready i've already done it she's either already done it or she doesn't want to do it anymore because her moment has passed yeah and so now i'm sitting there going Okay, well, I'm ready now, and you're like, eh, not in the impulsive mood right now. So we do come to those bridges where we're, we're not crossing them at the same time. Yeah. Um, we sometimes cross them in the middle, and we wave at each other, and, and that's it. Um, so we had that experience, and it wasn't great. Because we didn't communicate, we didn't have a really good idea of what we were doing, and it was just too far. We should have not done it five and a half hours away. Yeah. So, 
We thought that was it, probably. Yeah, I wanted to be done after that. And then not even two weeks later. I mean, it was definitely two weeks later, but yeah. It wasn't. I actually looked at the videos that we saved. Oh, well. And it was... Seemed like it was two It was like a week and a half later. It wasn't even a full two weeks. I think it was like 11 days. So we went from teetering to, all right, let's try this again. Let's do it again. And do it right this Fuck time. Fuck it. Let's try again. <laughs> so if at first you don't succeed. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again until you get it right. And we still didn't. And we still didn't. <laughs> we never did in sense of like getting it down to what I had wanted and then what you believed that you wanted. Yeah, no. But we just kind of gave that up. <laughs> but I've, I've, we never got as mad. Like we never got into an argument about it again. Like no. it was just, okay, here's what it is. And I think that the experiences after that was more just me playing director on it. Yeah. Um, Because I think there was one where, like, you put it next to the TV and I had to listen to Family Guy while I was watching the video. Yeah. So it was kind of you just being picky and trying to find something to um, bitch at me about. So after your first experience and after kind of calming down, what made you want to do it again? Um, I honestly don't remember, but if I would have to guess, it was probably you got over it and talked me into it. (laughs) I feel like... I didn't have to do a lot of talking you into it after that. You still kind of had those open avenues from those other individuals that were on Tinder. Yeah. And so I didn't really have to talk you into it. There was one that you, maybe even two, that you found to be sexually attractive. Mm -hmm. One of them had a huge male appendage. Didn't end up going to that one, though. No, he was crazy. Um, But the other one that you were attracted to, you did go meet. Mm-hmm. Um, had a pretty good time. Yep. And then you met two more after. So the hot wifey experience lasted four times. Yeah. So we did that four times, and I don't think there was one time where sexually you didn't really enjoy yourself. There was once where you were like, it was not great. And that was the third experience. And the fourth experience, which we can talk about in another podcast, Mm -hmm. was a gentleman in his van. His (laughs) mother's van. Yeah. Yeah. Like an old school... Caravan. Caravan. (laughs) Um, But something about that had triggered you into deciding that you were going to research what all this meant. Yeah. And so... I wanted to know what we were doing. And so what did you find that we were doing? Hot wiping. And that drove you to finding the TikTok? Oh, yeah. And so... I mean, I don't know that that necessarily drove me to finding the TikTok. I think I just, I don't even know how I ended up on Swing Talk. It's just one of those things. You get on TikTok, they hit you with one thing, and next thing you know, you're like, I'm a swinger now. (laughs) So TikTok bashed you over the head. Actually, first they had me thinking I was a lesbian. There was a lot of videos where (laughs) I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm pretty sure that my wife is about to leave me for a woman. (laughs) I Um, was pretty sure I was a lesbian at one point. And it's fine. 
No, I was I was fine with it. I would have respected your decision. <laughs> I would have been upset, um, wondering how I was going to pay the mortgage, hoping that your new wife was going to split the bills three ways. Um, but well, think- that was one of our things. We were like, are we open or are we polyamorous? We didn't know what we were in the beginning. Yes. I remember having that conversation and looking all this stuff up and being like, this is what this means. Yeah. And I didn't have any experiences outside of that, of the marriage. Like, I really didn't have any conversations. Like, you insisted that I get Tinder, so I got Tinder. I put some photos up on there, and then every day you'd ask me if I swiped on that, and I'd be like, um, no. Yeah. And that was really it. I was more interested at that point in just your experiences and and you doing that um and then afterwards we decided that we would try the swinging thing yeah and we didn't realize that i mean we knew but like we didn't realize that there was like clubs and like an entire lifestyle and Mm -hmm. that there was so many people that were invested into it yeah um it's much bigger than we imagined it is it's huge there's hundreds of thousands of individuals that are in the lifestyle um, if you look at like TikTok views and TikTok uh, friends of some of the people that are uh, more popular on that, there's quite a few individuals who are yeah. you know, following those individuals and who come on and, and kind of talk about it and how they were able to get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of them have similar experiences to us. Some of them do not have similar experiences to us. Um, if you want to hear something with a similar experience to us there was um one called like uh oh man i uh midday humpies or hump or something like that what was that podcast that i i don't know because that's um, the one that you told me about you said i told you about it and i didn't know what it was i feel bad now um that i can't remember what it is so i'm gonna look it up after we get done and i'll put it into the show notes as well because the first episode the wife on there talks about how her experience was similar to what we had done where the husband was kind of upset at how it ended up happening because she had sex with this gentleman for four to five hours and ghosted her husband and and she talks about how in the moment it's very difficult sometimes to remember that and that's why i said that i think that you would like it because that was some of the stuff that you told me that it was very difficult for you to it's hard to have multiple conversations at once and then it's hard to have sex and also be on your phone yeah and so there's definitely different opinions that we had on that um and i think that to some point we still differ on that but oh definitely um i don't want to have sex and have to hold my phone and i want you to have sex and hold your phone yeah um so we just don't do that anymore um so (laughs) We'll see but we so that is a good one um and i i will post that in the show notes and then uh brit's actually gonna listen to it because i've been trying to tell her to listen to it for quite some time now so that is pretty much our jump into things up to the hot wifing up to tiktok then we've had you know some experience now in swinging and we decided that that was what we enjoyed maybe the most yeah because we did have i definitely enjoyed the most we had threesome experiences with both a male and a female mm-hmm. um and then we've also had couples experiences yeah and we'll then have we... to get into those more on the next one yes 
So that is how we ended up going from vanilla, side of the road, sex, to this grand world where we are swapping partners, seeing everyone um, that comes in through the club naked, going at it. That's the world that we dove straight into. Head first. Head first. Um, So that's exactly where we're at right now. And as we go through the podcast, I think we will touch on some other stories that we had done, um, some things that we had talked about in here. But that is our main story about how we got into things, our cautionary tale of what not to do whenever you are jumping into this lifestyle. And pretty much just the moral message of this one is to communicate with each other. Um, Be open and honest with what you want to do. And then do that and nothing else. Nothing more. And then if you want to do something more, sidebar and have a conversation about it. I think that is the biggest message that we can tell anyone who comes onto the TikTok Live or who comes to the podcast, who comes to the website, who comes to any of the swinging um, apps or discussions is that first think about what you're going to say. And then say it a thousand times to make Literally. sure to make sure that both of you guys are on the same page. Yeah. And because even after, real quick, even after we discussed what was wrong the first time and what was wrong the second time and what was wrong the third time, we're, we still can't seem to get exactly on the same page with our expectations. I think that... And especially as you go through every process, expectations change. Yeah, they do. And you get different experiences and then expectations change. Um, Rules change. People always ask, what are your rules? And it's like, well... They're ever-changing. They're ever-changing. And and we have a a set of rules that are hard fast, but then we have other rules where we're like, okay, we're willing to bend on that one where maybe we weren't in the beginning. So those are always changing. And we want to make sure that we are always on the same page. That is our biggest goal now, is to always have that. But we always don't. And sometimes it's, you know, a little while before we openly come out and say, well, this is what it was that bothered us, and we should talk about it. But if you're listening to this, suggestion is to not do that and to have that conversation right away. But, when you're feeling it. But we are human, so just try to do it as soon as possible. And be open and honest in, in that communication. Start maybe in the bed with pillow talk. Start with jokes. Start with things that are going to kind of be light mood. And don't just dive right into that conversation over don't morning coffee. It. Yeah. And, and, and once that other partner starts to shy away from it, back up and, you know, kind of reevaluate what you're doing. Maybe come at it at a different approach. Maybe come at it at a different time. Or maybe just accept that that is not what is going to happen. Um, even if it's happened in the past or if it's been in an experience that the other partner has had, we can't always have those experiences again with someone else. Maybe there was a bad experience and we have to disrespect that. So that is the first episode Yay. of Coffee Talk at the Bingo <laughs> Hall. We got the first one out of the way. I think that Whenever we discussed it, I told you that the first one would be the hardest. Yeah. It's finding your voice. It's finding what we're going to talk about 
and it's seeing that, wow, we do have 45 minutes of information easily. We can talk for 45 minutes. I could probably talk for another 45 minutes. I mean, you could talk all day and night. But we won't. We won't (laughs) bore everybody. So if you are on our website, you will see a area and a tab that talks about behind the scenes. So if you're at coffeetalk-bingohall.com, up at the tabs, you will see behind the scenes. The behind the scenes is going to be our Patreon. Patreon will help us develop more episodes, travel around uh, the world, and talk to new people. It'll also help us with sending out uh, materials such as t-shirts or koozies or whatever else we can think of in our minds and get those to um, individuals to promote the lifestyle and also to promote other lifestyles. So if you're interested in being on the Patreon, you will also get a bonus segment of 15 minutes where Britt and I do something silly or we do something silly with guests that we would have. So if you're interested in that, you can either hit Brittany up on TikTok uh, through her DM or you can go on to Coffee Talk dash bingo hall and send us an email and we will get you that information or you could patiently wait and we are going to have all the information up for you so again coffee talk dash bingo hall dot com or dreaded uh got dot what was it <laughs> dreaded dot swinger dot goddess on dreaded TikTok. dot swinger dot goddess on tiktok and then we also are um active on the discord for swing nation and yeah it's the swinger society on discord And if you're interested in that, that will also be in the show notes. So, again, thank you for joining us for our first episode of Coffee Talk at the Bingo Hall. I hope that you guys enjoyed the coffee, and we'll see you again next time for Mr. Intense and Dreaded Goddess. Bye.